You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Father John Jenkins, our, our president, um, Jack Swarbrick, our athletic director, Jody Sadler, my sport oversight for the opportunity there. Um, our players laid it on the line for three years. Our assistant coaches, they gave it everything they had, and that was four championships in two years um, to show for their efforts. I'm honored to embrace the significant historical parts of this program, many many historical things that stand out before I ever stepped foot on this campus and put the uniform on after I left I do recognize what has gone on here for decades I have to create a trajectory with the program to modernize what we're doing we have to improve the organization we have to become complete in all phases of what we're trying to do with the program. There's one thing I haven't done, and that's win a national championship, and that's why I'm here. It's not easy. I, I know this is difficult. Um, walking off that field a week ago was challenging, emotional, um, and, I, and I actually walked off that field three times as a player. And I'm going to walk off that field at some point with the trophy and, and a lot of people say that I would think every coach probably stands at the podium and, and says the same thing but I've been very close and in my years of experience in the game playing and now coaching have position me to be in a program where I feel like we have that opportunity annually to position ourselves to host a regional, host a super regional, find ourselves in Omaha, and cultivate a team that has a chance to go out there and win it. My rock stars right here, Jen, JT Dawson. JT just graduated from NC State. Dawson, junior, roll tide. At Alabama, I'll just say it. She's a junior, apparel design. Um, would never be standing here without them and their support. This is our eighth move. Some of you may have never moved. Some of you have moved a couple times. Um, three of the eight, Jen never saw where we were actually moving to. Um, <laughs> this one she was very familiar with. <laughs> but there were three times she just said, if you think that's the right thing to do, 
for your career and the family than you do it. I don't need to go see these places. If you think it's right, then let's do it. That takes a special person to uh, have that kind of commitment to my career and then ultimately to raise these, these two kids in some respects without me day in and day out involved. She did it, and they're great, all three of them. Thank you, guys. The Martin family has been close to me for 30 years, all of them. Um, Meet is a former teammate of mine, a former roommate of mine, um, an outstanding baseball mind. We had some of the deepest baseball discussions I can ever recall in our little house right up the road. He's a close friend of mine and will remain a very close friend um, as I embark on my challenge here. Eleven is a phenomenal leader. I won the, the National Coach of the Year this year was the Mike Martin Coach of the Year Award. So, yeah. His competitiveness, day in, day out, some of that you don't see in the stadium. You see it in the coach's locker room. The players see it in the locker room. But there was a competitive side to 11 that was as elite as I've ever seen. Um, he put us in a position to win. I think that's ultimately the coach's responsibility is you have to put the players in position to win and ultimately the execution in some form or fashion relies on the, the players on the field. But I felt like he always positioned his teams to be in a spot to execute and win. I and mean, clearly he won more than anybody. Um, and his treatment of the people around the program always stood out to me. And uh, I said that in Omaha when I had a, a similar setting for that award. And those three things rubbed off on me. And I would like to think that I have some of those traits. I'll never be what he was. But I appreciate the moments and the games and the hours and the questions he answered in my time here. There's five distinct areas of a program that have to be run at an elite level, probably in any sport, at the college level. They're very distinct to me. Um, the evaluation of what you're looking for in players is very important. It has to line up with what you think walks onto that field and helps you win games. Skills in how pitchers handle certain things, their mechanics, arm action. You could just go around the horn, things you look for behind the plate in center field, in the corners, in the middle infield, um, et cetera. So how you evaluate, where you evaluate, who you evaluate, that's a big part of it. The recruitment of these people you evaluate also has to be done at a high level because you have to convince 
these type of athletes to come to Florida State. We're not going to be the only ones evaluating and recruiting those caliber of players. You can be good at one and poor at the other and, and not produce the type of athlete on your campus that you need. You need to be good at both. The player development, those athletes that are in, they have to be developed and it's individualized development on their specific skills at their specific positions and every one of these guys is a little bit different. As you develop the individual, I think when you put that product on the field, you, you ultimately see a better team that's comprised of individuals that have been developed. That is strength and conditioning, athletic training, coaching, the motivation piece, and, and some of it is what they choose to do on their own. Program development is, in some respects, what we're doing standing here right now. I'm explaining to you my thoughts and vision for this. Um, it's the upkeep of the facility. It's vision for what needs to be done at that facility to keep up with some of the other teams in the southeast that have taken baseball and escalated what they're doing within the confines of that campus. We have to be conscious of that. How we schedule, where we schedule, the calendar we produce for them to train as coaches, that is programmatic development. And then game management. When we line up, there are certain things that have to happen within the games for these individuals to have the right buttons pushed and be in the right roles on the pitching staff and in the right spots on the field. In the lineup, do we have an offensive package that's complete enough to find ways to win? Do we have pitching depth and variety in the bullpen? Do our starting pitchers understand what they're trying to accomplish? Do we have enough bunt game, short game, situational hitting available when we need it? Those are the five. And to be honest with you, I don't really know where we are with those five right now. It's hard for me. I played three games here and in the ACC tournament. To think I know these guys inside and out is absolutely crazy. We played our last game a week ago, and I was in Omaha Wednesday. So I will get, I will get to some of the things I'm responsible for. Um, but when those five work right, you have a chance to be an elite team every year. Former players, this is, this is you guys. Your families and kids. I, we finished our series here and some of my friends that have kids that were out on the field, I think the kids had a chance to run the bases, but I want you guys to feel like this is home for you and your kids. The memories you have with your teammates at this level are probably equal to some of the things that you'll remember on the big double play you turn or the home run or the strikeout. I want you guys to be around and I want your families to feel like this is a place they can call home. The committed players that are out there in the future classes I ask that you trust where we're going with this. Coaching staff will be different. 
the vision of what we're doing with the program will not be different. The goals will not be different. How we get to that probably will be different. But I know how the recruiting world works, and I asked those guys that made a decision to commit to Florida State to play baseball, honor that commitment. I'm honoring and I respect the work that meet Mike Metcalf and Jimmy Ballinger did to recruit the 2023s, the 2024s, the 2025s. Now you're into the transfers. Guys can now transfer and you're talking about grads. So in this day and age in college athletics, you're probably recruiting seven different classification age-wise of athletes. And those that committed here, I'm honoring that, and I need you to trust that we're going to put the program in the position that you signed up for when you committed. Not commenting on our staff right now. I met with my Notre Dame team Friday at 9 a.m., and I was on a plane here Friday at 10.30. I don't have answers on staff. I know the guys here work very, very hard. And these recruiting classes are the fruits of their labor. And there are some very good athletes coming on this campus that some of them are sitting here right now. I'm blessed to be here. I'm honored to be here. Flattered to be here for the people that, that came out to welcome us. And I have one goal, and everybody in here knows what that is. Thank you.